Hello, friends. Today we are walking through part two of the Mold Toxic series. Last week in episode 20, I shared with you how one becomes sick with mold, what the symptoms of that are, the different testing options available, and the different treatment approaches there are. I shared with you my preferred approach as a health coach because I am with people in the thick of it post-treatment plan and having to figure all of this stuff out and live life during the recovery. And I have a, I'm very adamant about why I prefer my preferred treatment approach. When it comes to the lifestyle side of dealing with mold toxicity, also known as mold illness, there is not a ton of information out there and a lot of it's high level. And then what is out there conflicts with each other. This makes it incredibly difficult to follow because you want to do it right. You want to feel better as quickly as possible, right? You feel like crap, like you're over it. I'm going to share with you my approach to the therapeutic low mold diet what that looks like, and how long to stay on it before transitioning off of it. Let's get started. Welcome to the Road to Living Whole podcast. I'm your host, Marion Mitchell. I help people diagnosed with chronic disease figure out how to eat so you can live life again. This podcast is going to teach you my realistic approach to eating well with chronic disease, plus all the lifestyle strategies that are essential to truly having the life you dream of. Need a friend to help you plan meals, navigate the complicated healthcare system, and regain confidence again? I see you, friend, and I have the answers you've been seeking. Grab your kombucha notebook, let's dive in. As you probably know, I myself have recovered from mold toxicity. I've been on this journey before. I understand what you're going through. I know how hard it is. Along with binders and supporting your detox pathways, you need to follow a low mold diet for three to six months. You do not want to go longer than six months because this is a fairly restrictive diet for very good reason. And if you stay on it too long, you will become nutrient depleted. Despite how healthy it is, we just need more, but temporarily we can pull back. And I'll explain why as we go through this. The goal of the low mold diet is to temporarily reduce the amount of mold that comes in through your food while also reducing its food source. You don't want to jump directly into a therapeutic low mold diet. I much prefer prefer (laughs) a ramp up period. This will ensure that you aren't overwhelmed, starving, and feel like giving up. Super important, right? For this ramp-up period, you need to clean up your diet. You, If you are eating a ton of box foods, frozen foods, you're dining out a lot, we got to make some changes. Okay, your liver and your detox pathways are about to do some really hard work, and you need them ready before you dive into this. Like They need to be optimized because once the mold starts dying off and all those mycotoxins are released... I don't want you feeling worse than you already feel. So you need to learn what a healthy, nutrient-rich diet looks like and learn how to cook and learn how to prep before you dive into a very restrictive diet, okay? 
when you go into a low mold diet already eating minimally processed foods that you make yourself and cook yourself and you know how to prep, freeze, and reheat, it makes the transition a tweak instead of a complete overhaul. It makes it so much easier to sustain for 12 to 18 weeks. If you aren't sure where to begin, go ahead and schedule that 30-minute discovery call with me. I'll see what you have going on. We'll talk about where you want to be, and then I can share with you my steps that I have to get you from A to B. You absolutely deserve to be set up for success. So once you've done this whole ramp-up period and you're ready, then we're going to transition to that therapeutic low-mold diet for three to six months. And there are three main steps to following a low mold diet successfully. You know, food is absolutely the foundation for recovery and health. It's absolutely what we put in our mouths. So step number one is that everything needs to be as fresh as it can be. So what does that look like? That means absolutely no refrigerated leftovers, frozen only, and then reheated. You will buy all of your veggies in their whole form. Nothing will be pre-chopped or pre-cooked unless it's already frozen. And nothing will be preserved in any way other than freeze-dried. Now, how I like to look at it is I've lived in Europe. And there, people pretty much buy their breakfast on their way to work and buy their dinner on their way home. Okay, so it's about being very fresh. And I don't see this as a bad thing. However... In America, that's pretty unrealistic. So what are some steps that you can take? Number one is just buy things in their whole form, okay? And then wash it and chop it as you're ready to cook. Uh, Taking it a step further, become best friends with some of your local farmers and, you know, get their meat, get their produce because it hasn't traveled thousands of miles. They've picked it. They brought it to their shop. So when you get it and bring it home, it's so much more fresh and there's less mold growing out on it. As soon as you pick a food, mold starts growing because mold is what de- um, decomposes. I was going to say decompress and I'm like, that's not right. So that's what decomposes, right? And don't start getting freaked out if you're like, oh my God, I've been eating mold this whole time. We all do, right? We don't want to eat things that are visibly moldy. That's gross and, you know, deadly. But you know, it, that's just part of the process. So the more fresh that it is, the less there is on there and the less we're bringing back into our body. Okay. And then part of that is also learning how to meal prep. Instead of refrigerating your leftovers after you cook them, you need to freeze them. And I have a whole program that teaches you how to do that. And then of course, there's YouTube videos and all of that out there. Step number two is avoiding the foods that feed the mold. So it makes sense, right? Like you're trying to kill mold. You don't want to keep bringing it back in. You don't want to feed it. So there are two main groups of foods that feed mold. One is mold and yeast containing foods. So fermented foods and drinks. So we're talking sauerkraut and kombucha and all of that good stuff we need to temporarily put on hold. That does not mean it's forever. It's just temporarily. Cheese and soured milk products. I know, I know. Cured meats alcohol, most vinegars, not all, dried fruits, and then some nuts and high mold coffee. High mold coffee is a big one. So you want to switch to a low mold coffee. You're going to have to do your research. There's several brands out there. You can talk to local roasters, all of these things, and find one that works for you. And then we also want to avoid sugar, 
artificial sweeteners and high sugar uh, fruits. So all forms of sugar, artificial and zero calorie sweeteners. You can have some stevia, but I really don't like stevia. So it's just better if you learn to enjoy things as they taste. Tropical fruits and then grains and those pseudo grains. And again, this is just for a short time and then we'll be adding them back in later. And then step number three, my favorite part, enjoy lots of the fresh and frozen foods on the can eat list. There are actually a lot of them. So you want to make sure you're eating a variety of all the approved foods because you want to make sure you're getting as much nutrition as possible. Nutrient deficiencies can cause other health issues that have nothing to do with mold and you're going to get frustrated. So you have to make sure you're getting a ton of nutrients and that you have to eat them from a variety of sources. And then you want to make sure you're also supporting your detox pathways. And once you, you know, you're doing both of these and the healing process and your binders and those mold inhibitors are all going to work more effectively and more quickly, which is what we want. So we're going to eat lots of protein, organic and pasture-raised meats, fish, eggs, organ meats, Yes, organ meats if you can. Almonds, seeds. We're going to eat a variety of vegetables. And if they have skins on them, we're going to peel them. Fresh and freeze-dried herbs and spices. Lots of healthy fats. You have to get your calories from somewhere. And meats and vegetables just don't have that much. And you're not eating grains because we're avoiding foods that feed it, right? So you have to make sure you're getting plenty of calories. Now, A lot of times with mold toxicity, weight gain and an inability to lose weight is is a symptom. Fat doesn't make you fat, okay? And if you are surviving on 900 or 1,000 or 1,200 calories a day for years, right, or months, your metabolism is going to slow down. So then once you start eating a normal healthy amount of calories, like 1,700, 2,000, you know, depending, I'm petite, so I'm a little bit lower on the end of what I'm allowed to eat, which is not fair, but whatever. You have to make sure that you're eating enough calories. And this is where you're going to get them as your healthy fats. You're going to enjoy some lower sugar fruits, and then you're going to enjoy water, low mold coffee, herbal teas, lots of good stuff. If this is a bit overwhelming and you cannot visualize what this looks like, I do have a low mold meal planning program that walks you through everything you need to know for the diet side. Everything you need to know, what you can eat, why you can't eat certain things, how to make sure you're getting enough calories, how to freeze and reheat, how to prep, how to make meals that don't take hours in the kitchen. You do not need to spend five hours every day in the kitchen cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I share with you all of my secrets, plus recipes, of course, shopping lists, all that good stuff. And if you are like, Marion, I need your support. I need somebody who's gone through this, who can help me through this because I'm completely overwhelmed and I'm tired of feeling like crap. You can always schedule a coaching session. All of the links are going to be in the show notes. So you can go ahead and schedule your discovery call. You can check out the meal plan program. You can check out some blogs. You can schedule some time with me, whatever you want to do in this next step. To review, the three main steps to a therapeutic low mold diet are to eat as fresh as possible, avoid the foods that feed mold, and enjoy a variety of the approved foods to get in lots of nutrients and support your detox pathways and the healing process. I promise you, this step helps so much. It gives you something tangible that you can do. And then it's only for three to six months. 
And then we're going to transition to a low mold lifestyle, which is much less restrictive, but we're still avoiding the high hitters. Now, be sure, sure to tune into episode 22, I think it's the next episode after this, <laughs> um, because I'm going to dive into what you can do in your home and in your lifestyle to make sure your home is a safe haven for you during this process, because we want to make sure that we're not continually being exposed to mold, right? We want to make sure that if there is mold in your home, that it gets diagnosed properly, it gets renovated properly, and then there are things that you can do every week to make sure that mold just in the air and all these things are kept to a minimum in your home and that the air quality in your home is as healthy as it can be. So you do not want to miss it. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you found this episode helpful, would you do me a favor and help others find it by leaving a review, sharing a screenshot on social media, or sharing the link with a friend? By you sharing what you've learned, others are able to find this podcast and join our community. Be sure to check out my website, www.roadtolivingwhole.com for over 160 delicious recipes, a variety of meal plans, and a blog packed full of even more healthy living tips. If you'd like to learn more about how to work with me as your coach, you can schedule a free consult through www.roadtolivingwhole.com backslash health-coaching backslash. Until next time, friend. Bye.